This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And he rips one into center field. He's going back. He's at the wall as she's gone. Randy Rosarena. Rosarena running three for three thus far tonight. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. We're 24 days away from opening day. So uh, each and every day we come up with a topic and... We break down our thoughts on how you can possibly bet it. The segment is called Touch Em All, and today it is time for the AL East. Now, if you want to go back and hear our breakdowns on the other segments, just go back on the BetQL Daily Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed. We are here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Radio.com app. We now stream live every day on YouTube. Go to the Radio.com sports page, and you'll be able to see me rip open packs about 20 minutes from now. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. At BetQL Daily, I'm at Joe0670, my co-host today, Ryan Horvat, at Ryan Horvat, and uh, Horvat, it just broke during the break that um, we are following the path of your city here in Chicago. Fans will be allowed opening day, so I'm just thrilled. I, I, obviously, it will be limited. Yeah. Give, give me the exact number that you, you guys have set up there, but I, I'm really excited for just the idea that midsummer maybe we'll talk be talking about full crowds. Oh yeah. I would I would assume Joe mid-season probably full crowds definitely as we approach the postseason which that's the best part right there of postseason baseball man is just like every pitch matters as cliche as it sounds the fans standing up. I mean obviously you remember the World Series run for the Cubs just how awesome Wrigleyville was. It, you know, Miller Park, I love going to Miller Park, obviously, on the weekends. Oh, the artist formerly known as Miller Park, as I call it. It's no longer Miller Park. I'm going to have to get used to that. Uh, you know, I figured probably 30 35% capacity uh, at best to start this season. Uh, I'll take whatever we could get, man. It's going to be nice to get Are you going to go? Are you going to go in April? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, I feel safe being at the ballpark, and especially being outside. Now, it's going to be interesting to see, especially at Miller Park, because there is the option. Let's say... Uh, it's it's 35 degrees, 30 degrees, and you never know what kind of weather you're going to get in Wisconsin. But they have the option, obviously, uh, to, to bring the roof out. So are they going to do that if there's fans in attendance? That's what I do wonder. I would assume so. But, you know, I feel, at least me, I feel safe being outside. I don't know if I'd feel safe being in an arena at, at 35 40% capacity sitting next yeah. to somebody I don't know. But being outside, especially in the summertime, I don't know. It gives me maybe a... A false, uh, some false security, but that'll be interesting to see if they'll actually put the roof on uh, with with fans there. I gotta be honest. My first thought was, ah, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll wait until yeah. I get the vaccine. Then maybe I'll go. Um, but now I think about it. I, I think about a month from now, wrapping up the show at noon my time, 
and then heading over to 35th and Shields for the that exciting White Sox team we have, yeah. or going up to Clark and Addison on the north side for a 120 afternoon game. I'm down, dude. I, I mean, am. Joe, it's been so long, man, just yeah. to get a nice ice cold beer and have a hot dog and sit and watch a baseball game. Now, the question for you will be, where are you going? Are you going to the south side to watch the Sox? I'll go both. I don't watch- care. I'm not, I'm not one of those morons that's like, oh, you got to pick one team and you got to hate the other one. It's so stupid. No, Thank you. the Sox are great, and I'll, I'll watch them. I watch the Cubs. I watch them both. It's part of my job as well. And both teams are really likable teams, right. especially with what they're doing on the South side. So, yeah, I, I watch both. Why limit yourself? I never understood that, and, yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's fun rivalry from time to time, but, hey. It's okay. It's okay to like both. And I'll tell you, I live in, uh, you know, for people that, that don't understand our areas here, typically in the South side, it's Sox fans and the North side, it's, it's Cubs fans. I grew up on the North side. I now live in the South suburbs, which has always been a White Sox area. But ever since the Cubs won the world series in 2016, you look at kids, it has flipped a lot of them wearing blue and red, but uh, we're here to break down the American league East during touch them all. And, the Yankees are heavy favorites to win the division at minus 200 over on points bet. We have the Rays and Blue Jays, both at plus 400. Then the Red Sox are plus 1,800. Uh, Orioles, long, long, long shot. They're not winning the division. You probably don't want to waste your money unless it's like we're talking about five bucks. If you break down the win total, Yankees all the way up at 96 and a half. Now, the Blue Jays. Is, is higher than the Rays. Blue Jays is 86 and a half. The Rays, 85 and a half. Red Sox, 80 and a half. And the Orioles all the way down at 63 and a half. Let's talk about the favorite, Horvat. Uh, what, what are the Yanks going to do? They decide to pay DJ LeMahieu for the next six years. Did they lose anybody? Eh, they, they lost Hap. They, they traded for Jamison Tyon. There's an upside play there. They add Corey Kluber at the latter stages of his career to the rotation. Offense, there's nothing to complain about. I mean, top five, just about every metric you want to take a look at. It's just a matter of uh, some of their big guns staying healthy for the entire season. And uh, the pitching staff, remember last year, Severino was dealing with Tommy John. Again, it's about health for the Yankees. Clear-cut favorites, and they should be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, minus 200, I probably wouldn't touch that to win the division. I actually like plus 550 uh, to win the World Series because of that rotation. But the only thing that concerns me a little bit about the rotation, Joe, is what you just brought up, and that's the health. Like Jordan Tyon, I really like that pickup, but he hasn't thrown in a big league game since May of 2019. Corey Kluber, obviously you love Corey Kluber in your rotation, but he pitched one inning, I believe, in 2020, and then he was shut down. He had that uh, tear in his shoulder. Uh, He had a broken forearm or a forearm cut, whatever it was, the year before that, missed five months, and he's 34 years old. So I worry a little bit about the rotation, about guys just staying healthy, but, I mean, on paper – they're the sexy pick obviously in the American league. And that's why they have, uh, you brought up the 96 and a half where the win total is right now. That's the of any AL club right now. 
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. They split the difference on the win total. Fangraphs project them to win 95.8. Picota has them up at 97.4. Split the difference. I don't have a strong opinion on the win total. Do you? No, not so much with the Yankees. Again, I do think that they will be World Series favorites, but health is what concerns me. Also, I mean, you know, they're going to have some decisions to make here. Are you going to pay Aaron Judge? I know he's still got two years left, but you're going to have to pay Torres a lot of money. A lot of money, man. He's going to be one of the more higher paid players in all of baseball. Uh, but if the Yankees stay healthy, I like their shot to win, you know, 99, 100 games. But I probably won't touch that number as far as uh, betting it. Second highest win total on points bet in the AL East belongs to the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. 86 and a half. Fangraph says 87 and a half wins. Picota says under. They're just about 85. Again, the number 86 and a half. So in the truncated 60-game season, they made the playoffs 32-28 and 28, with a negative run differential. So they got in with a little bit of luck here, 32-28, and 28, uh, negative 10 on the run differential. So they're a rising team, and what they do, I couldn't believe they got Marcus Simeon for a one-year deal. Yep. Nobody yep. was interested. They had Simeon, great. But uh, the headliner here is George Springer added to that outfield. For the next six years, um, they lose Ken Giles. Not much of anything else here. It's all about the pitching. Uh, look at most of the stats. and th- They've been bottom third. Can they get to the middle? If so, with this lineup, they're going to have a shot uh, to return to the postseason. It's going to be an exciting lineup. They're going to be able to score runs. Uh, you brought up the pitching. That's the one thing that concerns me. I just can't believe that they actually signed George Springer because the Blue Jays just never spent any money. And then we're wondering what's going to happen in free agency, especially during a pandemic, like which ball clubs, which organizations actually have any money. And it's the Blue Jays that end up with George Springer, who was one of the top free agents. Uh, Vlad continues to improve, doesn't have a slump in year three. They're going to score a lot of runs. They're going to be exciting. I guess my biggest question mark besides the pitching, where are they even going to play their games this year? Are they going to be in Florida? Are they going back to Buffalo? Yeah. I think that that's one concern that I have is where are they going to be? I want to be on the over here, but I just – I think the number is about right. I mean, I got to win 87 games yeah. over the course of the 162, which which may be fewer games. Who knows if they're going to end up playing them all? Some books will say you got to play at least 155 for the bet to be good. Now you're really in trouble. That that is, by the way, one reason I'm probably not going to play any overs with yeah. this season. I'd play some unders, but overs, I'm out on those. But I don't see a lot of value at the number of 86 and a half, even though I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, no, I just can't trust the the rotation. And again, this division, I mean, there's a lot of question marks. Obviously, everybody's really high on the Yankees, and rightfully so. But like with the Rays plus 400, everybody, like we've, we've been doing this segment for a couple of weeks now, and everybody's really high, I feel like, on the Rays. But I just don't know what the rotation's going to look like when you lose Blake Snell, you lose Charlie yeah. Morton. And it's a huge question mark with the guys 
that you're replacing them with, Joe. I mean, you bring in Chris Archer, what's he going to give you? And then Michael Waka, like, you know what I mean? Like two big question marks. So that's what I worry about with the Rays is, is that rotation. Baseball's weird. Like every year, I remember when the Cardinals didn't want to pay Albert Pujols, and then a year later they end up winning the World Series. Or it's like the Nationals when they don't want to pay Bryce Harper, then Juan Soto becomes, you know, the next best thing. And that baseball. was the right decision, 100%. Right, right. Yeah. but I don't know about not paying those two. I don't know about losing Blake Snell where – Man, who knows? Maybe we're talking about the Rays as World Series champions if they don't pull Blake Snell uh, in that World Series, what I thought too early. And then Charlie Morton, I think, yeah. is just a huge loss. And, it you is. know, if Baca is, 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 stays healthy, and then same thing with Chris Archer. You just never know what you're going to get. They also had, they went 40-20 and 20 last year, too. So how much of a drop-off are we talking about? It's big, but it, let's be real. Was that Cy Young Blake Snell last year that we saw? Right. He, he yeah. wasn't quite that good. No, uh, they add Colin McHugh to get him on a cheap deal for one year. Archer's back. The rotation is now Glass, now Waka, Richards, bunch Glass. Of prospects. May, may those prospects come through. I know I, Glass, now I love him. I love betting over on the K prop most yeah. weeks. For some reason, he was always undervalued. Don't know if that's going to be the case this season. Uh, the win total is 85 and a half. Pakoda says over. They have made 86 and a half wins. Fangraphs disagreed. Uh, they have a difference of four because they uh, put it at 81 and a half. The road, not just the rotation, all of their pitching. They were top three in ERA, top three in XFIP. It's a big loss, a big yeah. loss when you when you end up losing two of your three top starters here. Uh, how bad are they going to be? Are you willing to say? Even though they seem to surprise us every year that you would bet under 85 and a half on Tampa Bay. See, it's one that I probably won't touch. And because of what you just brought up, man, they've actually improved their winning percentage every year since 2016. So if they're going to do that this year, uh, they would have to win, I believe, 109 games. I don't see that happening, but I probably won't touch them just because there's so many question marks. I mean, I don't like fading the Rays because every year they do continue to get better. And now watch, they'll lose Blake Snell. And like you said, man, he wasn't a Cy Young candidate last year. But in the postseason, you know, we realized, oh, okay, this guy could still pitch. He's still elite, uh, Blake Snell. Um, so I just I just think that too many question marks to touch that one. I think the most interesting bet, the only thing I'd probably play in this division, it sounds crazy. I just I don't see them being this bad again because I see the pitching being much improved and healthier. The Red Sox 18 to 1 could be a fun bet for a goof. Like you're getting the Red Sox 18 They're to not 1. Winning. They're not Eduardo winning. Rodriguez is back. They're not winning the division. I'd go under. What about I'm Chris Dale maybe coming back? Or are they going to be, you know, really cautious? Obviously, had Tommy John. I don't even know when he's expected back. Uh JD Martinez, he has not lived up to that deal. He's still got two more years. Again, I don't think they're going to win the division, but 18 to 1, that's that's a yeah. money prop right there. It's a tough division. It is. Most of the games you're going against the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Rays. Uh, Jay Kassan uh, mentions that the Rays did add Rich Hill, which is fair to bring up since he's going to be near, you know, in the middle of the rotation there. So Glass now, Waka, Rich Hill, Richards. They could be all right. It wouldn't surprise me if they're right around or even over that win total. Boston. It's one of those situations. I feel like we talk about this with every division. When you get to to the fourth and fifth place team, as far as the win total goes, yeah, Corvette, where Boston looked at what was going on in the rest of the division. Okay, it's reset time. We're not going to do anything. And the one big thing they did do is they traded away Andrew Benintendi. I'm old enough to remember when they would refuse to move him anywhere because he was the future. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know they're losing all their guys, all their fan favorites, man. And that's been the case for them the last couple of years. Even the guys that weren't the bigger names like Brock Holt last year, mm-hmm. um, you know, so Boston's weird because what are they trying to do? They got so many bad contracts, you know, so many guys under contract. I brought up J.D. Martinez and Chris Sale uh, that I don't know if they're like going all in to win or I think that they're going to be sellers at the deadline. But here I am uh, looking to maybe play an 18 to one ticket just because it is Boston, man. Hey, man, Fangraphs doesn't think you're crazy. I said the wind hole's 80 and a half. Fangraphs put the wind projection at 87. That means they're going to be in the mix. Uh, do you have anything to say about Baltimore? I have absolutely nothing. They did nothing. They traded away Alex Cobb. Okay, great. Whatever. They're trying to lose again. They're at least exciting to watch, and I'm rooting for Trey Mancini. That's about all I got. Yeah, there you go. I'm with you on that one for sure. That's Ryan Horvat. I am Joe Ostrowski.